This episode of the Badass Ladies Club is sponsored by Badass Retreats. It's time to make your healing a priority. Find out more at www.blcbadassretreats.com. Welcome to this week's episode of the Badass Ladies Club. My name is Jessica. I'm here with Laurie. What's up, badasses? Oh, man. Um, You guys, just want to take a moment to thank you so much for joining us. Here we are at the end of the year. Wow. And that's wild. Wow. Um, (laughs) So let's talk about manifestation celebration real quick. Yes. Um... You know what? Manifestation celebration, I think, is so much inspired from this idea that like where we were at the end of 2020 versus where we are at the end of 2021. Um, yeah. <laughs> like talk about a quantum leap. Yeah, no kidding. Everything looks different now than it did last year. Um, and that at the Badass Ladies Club, we're so much more confident with the methods of how we got to where we are in this year that we can't not share it with as many people as possible. Right. That, we want to teach you. Yeah. That it's teach been you the ways. so efficient and so liberating yes. and so healing and so magical, like that we have to share it with all the humans. And <laughs> so having this um, end of the year manifestation celebration is like the perfect way to celebrate everything that has happened over the last year for us, but that it's not enough if we can't share it and try and offer some support and some how to's on how you guys can take all the same things and turn 2022 into the year where you made your dreams come true. Yeah. Um, Um, yeah. For sure. I, I'm so excited about this. So you can go onto www.badassladiesclub.com and get your tickets there. This is a Zoom event. Yes. It is not just local to DFW people. No, Doesn't matter can. where you live. You can join us. It's also obviously like a live event on Zoom. So it's not pre-recorded. Like we're going to be with you there in live time. Um, it's going to be really interactive. We have decided that it's like going to be a comfy pajama party. But like fancy. But pajama. like fancy. So if you want to wear your like tiara with your bunny slippers, like bring it on. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that I'll have like glittery makeup and, uh, you Same. know, like fun things. So come ready to transform, to shift, to celebrate, to grow. Like it's going to be a party, but it's also going to, um, allow you to leave the manifestation celebration with a lot of confidence about where you're headed in the future. Um, so yeah, we would love to see you guys there. Yes. So let's talk about today's topic. Oh my God. It's so juicy. Which is permission. I love talking about permission. I love it too. Only because it's something that I didn't realize was such a big deal until I started digging into the fact that like, no kidding. I needed permission. Yes. I needed permission for everything until I realized that I didn't. 
And now I need permission for nothing. Right. I'll do what I want <laughs> whenever I want. Like, um, but yeah, so let's start with like, what does it mean to get permission to do what you want to do? Like that there's so many things that I used to want, but I didn't feel like I could have it because it was too much work or it was too far away from where I was, or it was going to inconvenience too many people. Okay, so for example, and you may want to use another example, but I'm just saying this because we mentioned this in a previous launch that we did. Mm -hmm. But for example, you're wanting of having a career where you get paid to take people on vacation. Let's use that example. It's a great example. Yeah. So I have been a lover of travel for, I mean, my whole life, but really just like the last 13 or 14 years is when I started investing like large sums of money in traveling and large amounts of time, whether it was paid time off or not paid time off, that traveling was a non-negotiable for me. And that I started to realize how every time I would take a large trip, no matter who I went on it with, that I grew so much as a human being on that trip that I got this idea like, I don't know, seven, eight, 10 years ago, wouldn't it be cool if I could take people on vacation? Right. So this is different from being like a travel agent. I didn't want to just plan your trip. I don't want to plan your trip solely. Yeah. I want to take you on an experience that's going to allow you to grow and shift. And I want to hold space for that hold and shift, whatever that is for you, to allow you an opportunity to get out of your daily environment And just focus on yourself for a little while, whether that's for 24 hours or whether that's for three weeks, you know, like, and that taking people on these journeys would be a really cool way to make a living. And there were a million reasons why that wasn't okay. Right. A million reasons why it wasn't reasonable or sustainable or profitable. Responsible. Responsible. There's definitely not enough people that would pay you to do that. Like all right all of the reasons why that would not work. And, you know, like we talked, we've talked a little bit about made to do this. Um, Kathy Heller's coaching program that we bought into in February of 2021, which is so funny. Cause I heard yesterday that she's probably never doing it again. Oh my God. Um, Seriously? Maybe, she, maybe she will. But what she was saying the other day was that she probably won't ever do it again. Like that it was, it's a lot of work and effort and energy on her part. And that she, I mean, basically she doesn't have to anymore because she's making all of this money doing so much less work and so many, you know, like she's Hell moving yeah. on. yeah. Well, way to go, Kathy Heller. I don't but know. I'm just saying that program changed our lives. Maybe she'll do it, but maybe she won't. But I digress. Um, that in that program, we were given lots of permission to explore the things that we would do for a living if it wasn't about making money. So what if you could do anything and you had that you didn't have to worry about paying bills and taking care of yourself. You know, like if you were independently wealthy, what would you do for free? Mm -hmm. And this came up for me over and over again, you know, like I want to heal people and I want to travel. But in both of these conversations, like healers are destitute and poor and live in poverty. (laughs) And who would just go on trips with you, you know, like to do that. And so in this exploration and having all of this permission to dig into this thing that I was really passionate about that I would do for free, um, we were able to shift these limiting beliefs and all of these reasons why not. And it became a thing 
that now we are both getting paid to take people on vacation and support their healing journeys. Like it wasn't as far away as I thought it was. Mm -hmm. It actually happened crazy fast once I decided that I was allowed to do that and put it out there and it was received so well and it fell into place, dare I say, so easily (laughs) that it's shifting into all of these other opportunities to travel with people and heal. And yeah, like there's the big trip in Costa Rica that we're doing in 22, a few times, it looks like next year. Um, But then there's also these smaller trips, you know, where we're going to venues that are like in Texas and Oklahoma working with people or even custom building. Like Arizona. Yeah, like, so there's so many opportunities where this has become a sustainable reliable and really smart source of income, you know, mm-hmm. um, truly like our first source of income at Badass Ladies Club, that it is kind of amazing what happens when someone gives you permission to do it. And when I was first working on it, I was talking with a group of ladies in my pod, like an accountability pod. And I remember telling them like, I mean, I could do it, And it could work because I have this connection here and I guess we could leverage it like that and I could do this and I could do that. But I immediately kept saying, but it's just too big, guys. Like, it's too big, right? It's too much money to commit to, you know, like what would I do if people canceled? Like all of these, and every single person in the pod was like, that doesn't sound too big. Like actually, (laughs) that sounds like something you could totally pull off. Like, why wouldn't you do that? And all I needed was just this tiny bit of permission that I could do it and it wasn't too big. And the rest is freaking history. Like I exploded into the idea after that and it's still shifting and growing and evolving in really exciting and powerful ways. All because I was given permission to entertain the idea that something I really wanted wasn't a terrible, ridiculous idea. Mm -hmm. Mind blowing. I know. It's the power of permission. So proud of you. Thank you. I'm proud of me too. <laughs> um, and you kind of have a similar story. I do. It's not. Uh, it's the story we're talking about today. I don't think it's the story we're talking about today. I don't know. Are we talking about it today? I mean, it's your story. I'll say. <laughs> I'll say this much. My, like, out there dream that I never thought would happen, because I love doing hair. I love working on the people that I love working on. But I don't want to work on people I don't want to work on anymore. Nope. I don't want to work on people who no-show me. I don't want to work on people who don't value my time. I don't, you know, like, I've been wanting an opportunity to create a situation where I am literally in charge of what that looks like for me. And I think that I'm on a track to do that. And I think that we'll probably talk about that in detail in a later episode. It's coming soon, y'all. But, um, but for as much as I love doing hair, I've also always wanted to like not depend on doing hair. Like, I don't want that to be yes, it, you know? So, like, my dream that I, I honestly don't feel like is in the crazy distant future, but we've talked about it a little bit, is creating a makeup line. Yeah. You know? Um, 
that I want to create something that we can put out there and make money while we sleep. Yeah. That that's my dream. Yes. <laughs> so, I'm here for it. I love know. this dream. Yeah. So that's so my dream is a lot further behind than like badass retreats is hell badass retreats is happening soon. Like it's already happening now. Yeah. Um, um but well, but to yeah. this point, it may not be as far away as you think it is. It may not be. Like things that we thought were really far away Shit. have actually been a whole lot closer than we expected. I know. Them to be. Who knows? If there happens to be an investor out there who wants to invest in a makeup line, call us. I, right? Hit me <laughs> up, y'all, because we got ideas. Um, we have major ideas. Well, and just this whole idea that if we're just talking about our jobs in the beauty business, right? Mm hmm. That it has looked one way for us our whole careers up until about a year ago. Right. And having permission to scale out and look at your career in the beauty business and say, it can look however you want it to look. And then having the confidence to change our minds, which we have talked about so much, you know, like it meant that we had to kind of let go of this island that we were standing on where there was only one way. Like we needed permission to get off that island. Yeah. And now that we have like swam off that <laughs> island and we're on the Literally, mainland. the island is like in the distance. Dot. Yeah, it's a speck. <laughs> Uh, global warming's actually already swallowed that <laughs> island. It's gone. Um, but that now that we have given ourselves the permission to look at that differently, it's limitless opportunity from here. Like there are no boundaries. But that all of that started with this small amount of permission that comes from a lot of different sources. And that in my opinion, from where I'm standing right now, that the most important part of anyone's healing journey is the permission to look at things differently. Yes. And once so you important. get that, you still need it from the outside for a while, you know, like, and so if I think about any of the healers or the people that I have worked with, um, you know, like I can bring up Red Fox for sure over the 17 years that she and I have worked together, how many times she's given me permission to take care of myself. And that, like, I talk a lot about the whole you need you. Yeah. That I've so many times on her table in a hovel have told her about all of the things I have to do for everyone else to hold it all together so it doesn't fall apart. And her imminent reminder to me that, like, yeah, all of those people need something from you, but you need you. And that it's okay to give yourself the permission to put that first. Mm -hmm. um, and how many times I heard her, but I didn't hear her. You know, right. like that it kind of had to build up to the point where not taking the action was more painful than taking the action, you know, and changing the way that I looked at things. And then you even get into like a lot more recent and deep healing like we've done with Eva. Yeah. Where it's like constant permission to not just do you and take care of you, but permission to turn the whole motherfucker upside down and kick it <laughs> out of the county like right shake shit up like yeah. light it on fucking fire because if it was meant to be it won't burn right and if it was all bullshit in the first place then let it fucking burn and that that kind of permission catapults you like quantum leaps you into new places where now like i said i don't really need a whole lot of permission for anything i give myself the permission to do whatever i need to do 
for the highest good of myself and everything around me. And that's the power of permission. Um, and it feels so good when you do that for yourself, nothing more freeing, but I love being the one, and this could be a little bit of an ego trip. That's all right. But I do love being the one who, when someone says, well, I can't do that. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And I get to be the one that's like, why can't you do that? Why is that crazy? And then they look at me and they're like, they don't have an answer no. because it's just like ingrained inside their brains right. that that is the social conditioning that like, oh, I can't do that because of X, Y, Z. That's irresponsible and yes. that's not doable. And that's, you know, I mean, you've been that person for me so many times and I could probably think I've been that person for you a small handful of no, times. No, definitely. I spin like, out like everybody else does. Um, but... I think it's so important to be the cheerleader and to be that person giving your friends, not even friends, people you don't even know. Like I'm on freaking Facebook. Like if I see my friend commenting on another friends and it's like, Oh, I just don't. I'm like, yes, you can. I'm like, I don't know you, but you can't, you can do this. (laughs) Um, yes. That isn't it interesting how we're both moving into this place where now it's our job to give others permission. When it wasn't very long ago that we so desperately needed permission oh God. to take action, you know? like I never, I, ne- I didn't feel good about giving permission because right. I so desperately needed the permission. Yeah. And, you know, all, all permission is, is decision. Yeah. And having confidence in that decision. And believing that you're worthy of the decision. Yes. Because that's the thing about permission, right? You only need permission if you don't feel whole enough to take it for yourself. You need the reassurance. And like, if you think about permission on the most, you know, like delicate level, like you need a permission slip to go on a field trip when you're a kid. Mm -hmm. Because you don't get to make your own decisions about what you do with your person when you're supposed to be in school, right? Like you need a parent to make that decision for you. But so often we go from childhood where we are totally dependent on other people's permission for us to do things and not do them. And then we move into relationships that we also maybe don't need the actual permission in the same way, but we still feel like we do. So we behave in this way that we still need permission when there's not anybody there to give us the permission, you know? And then on a totally different note, if you find yourself in like a toxic relationship, then you may find yourself in a situation where you need permission and you're either getting it or not in a way that's not for your highest good, but you're being manipulated and or abused in some way that allows you to rely on someone else for this permission or this validation that's coming from outside of you. And then God willing, you get out of this toxic relationship somehow, but you're still in this neutral place of like, needing permission right? and having to retrain yourself that you can do that for yourself and that you're able and you're worthy and you're divine and you're brilliant and you're everything that you need to be. Right. But how do you know that when you get to this stage in your life where you've never been able to give yourself permission for anything that you guys is what healing journeys are for. Yeah. 
is to help through this kind of transition. Yes. And God, just the other day, I had a woman tell me some very personal information about how her marriage is not great. Mm -hmm. She shared some really heartbreaking information with me. And um, she has a young child with this man, her husband, and the words literally came out of her mouth. So I just don't know if I need to set my own needs aside and suck it up and do what's right, you know, for, you know, my kid, or if I take care of myself. I can bless her heart. Like I stopped everything that I was doing. <laughs> And I said, alarms are going (laughs) off. And I said, nope. (laughs) I said, I need you to repeat what you just said. And I need you to listen to yourself. And I said, look, what you do with your marriage is all your decision. But what is not negotiable, what is like an absolute non-negotiable is putting yourself aside. Yeah. I said, so if that means putting yourself first and saving your marriage, then do that. Then do that. Right. But if that means putting yourself first and then your family dynamic shifts because that means you guys may no longer be together, then that's also what that means. Right. But it is not an option, my friend, to put yourself aside. I said, we don't do that here. No. And what a gift to be able to call that kind of permission in for somebody when they really need it, you know, oh, like yeah. when and they it really happened, like without even like it was an outer body experience to be quite honest. <laughs> like I don't even remember. I can I, see your eyelid twitching. Like, like <laughs> I was, it literally just like came out of nowhere, and I feel like spirit was like speaking through me yes. and I was just like oh no ma'am no, not no, here no, no. Yeah. not in this house that's not how we roll here so this is totally not planned by the way we didn't talk about this in prep oh I'm excited but it's something that like just hit me as you were talking about that like how much permission I've gotten and I know you have gotten through um music and like mediums of music specifically, but like I have never gotten permission in my life. Like I have from Nicki Minaj and Cardi B and Megan the stallion. And like these, like that they give such permission to be whoever you are, but definitely step into this badass bitch diva mode where it's like, Oh no, no, you must not know. You must not know who the fuck I am. Who I am. <laughs> and that we don't treat people that way around here. Like, yeah. and that it's just such a amazing, empowering place. And it's totally permission that they're giving women. You know, I like, love everything about this conversation yeah. because anyone who knows me knows that like, I'm an emo kid at heart. Yeah. Like, you know, I believe that, you know, Uh, like taking back Sunday is like every emo kids <laughs> anthem band, you know? And like, I, I still listen to taking back Sunday, like on the regular, um, but yeah, like I'm a rocker, like emo kid at heart, but the older I get 
and the more like feeling myself I get. I play Lizzo radio on my Spotify. A hundred percent. On the daily. Yes. And it is artists like Megan Thee Stallion, Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, Lizzo, uh, Saweetie. That whole vibe. I am like, ladies, thank you. Thank you. I'm here for it. All these amazing women of color who are like, oh no, it's our time. We're speaking up. And I'm like, yes, bitches. And then I I see the groundwork of the female performers before them, you know, that were laying the foundation. Like the Missy Elliott's. Right. Yeah. I see all of that. And I lived through all of that. And I definitely, I mean, we did a whole freaking tribute episode to Madonna for Christ's sake. Like (laughs) that it's totally um, an evolution of women stepping into their power and doing things the way they want to do them. But where it's at right now and this like spot, it's, and that it's so freaking profitable. Yeah. Like that it's finally gained this traction where you can't put a price on what it is that happens when Megan the Stallion steps out on stage. You know, like yeah. that vibe is something that just cannot be bought, you know? And that that only happens with this like unapologetic permission that she gives herself to make this, yeah, like so. And I just think it's so powerful. I know how powerful it's been for me and I'm not even the demographic. Oh, know? I know. Like, we are like so like, outside that demographic. That <laughs> I love it. Like, I love it, it too. And you know, like people want to hate on, I think that particularly Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion have been at the center of a lot of the conversation because of WAP. Duh. But my anthem, you mean? I'm like, like, right, I my like. anthem that I get ready to every single morning. I'm glad somebody morning. finally said it. Like, like, at least someone finally said thank it. Thank you. Thank you, Cardi B and Megan the Stallion. <laughs> you were saying what's been on women's minds this whole time. And men's, I might add. Like, right. And if you have a stick up your ass and you're trying to pretend like, you know, that that's not life and how... Things work when you are That's how the whole universe was created. Right. Okay. Like, like, that that is how we all came to be here. Right. Open portal to divine right. creation. Like, like, come on. I, yeah. Girl. Anyway. <laughs> I love that. It could that could be a whole episode. episode. <laughs> I hope you're taking notes from last time because if you don't know what WAP is, please look up <laughs> right now. Like, <laughs> I need you to know. Um, I digress. Uh, permission. So I also think that one of the fascinating things about permission when you get into like healing journey type permission is this idea that you get to determine how the world works for you. Mm. That we have all these preconceived ideas and notions of like no pain, no gain, right? Or um, or even like really fundamental things like um, your health is based on, uh, your hereditary, you know, like that you inherit diseases or that you inherit your body structures and the way that you like that all of these things are things that we just accept as truth. When in reality, you have the permission to decide that life looks the way that you want it to look and that your body operates the way you want it to operate. And that, things can be different for you because you have the permission to make it so. And that that is, um, you know, 
it's possible to die of old age perfectly healthy. Yeah. You know, like that that's something that happens all the time. That people that are told that they will never walk again are freaking walking, you know, are are running marathons even, you know, that there is this thing in this creative space that we operate in where you can make shit happen that is quote unquote impossible. Mm-hmm based on you giving yourself the permission to ignore everything that you've been told and taught and shown and instead make your own rules. Speaking of walking. Yes. Can we talk about the great news about Charlotte said? It's so many good fuzzies. Tell, um, tell us. If, you know, if those of you who have been listening for a while, if you listened to Charlotte's episode, our friend Charlotte Lee, a.k.a. the photo babe. I saw the downloads. You all listened. Okay. She, like, where yeah. she talked about um, her son, Noah, who is a stroke um, recovery um, victim. Um well, I wouldn't say victim, survivor, duh, Jessica, wrong yeah. verbiage, but I mean, yeah, you got it. He just went to physical therapy and took five steps. Unbelievable. Doctors said he would never be able to do that. They said he would never stand on his own again. I know. They also said he'd never speak again. And he's, he's got like a dozen words now, you know, yeah. like. Uh, Even if they're curse words, we'll take it. Whatever, whatever the kid wants to say, I'm here for it. Um, but Noah is a great example yes, of what I'm talking about. Of literally going against what every professional ever said mm-hmm. was possible. Yeah. That kid stood up and took, I saw it on video, yeah. took steps. I was like, holy I immediately shit. broke down. I was like, yeah, oh, I know. way to go, Noah. Um, yes, that, that, and that doesn't happen. Without being willing to give yourself permission. And that he got a lot of permission from his mother. Yes. That goes to show like like, what having a parent who, I mean, I cannot put into words like the, the permission for sure, but just the love that she pours into that yeah. kid. It's also the same idea though. Like I was talking about how many times over 17 years, Red Fox had given me permission, you know, like to do the things I needed to do, but that I just couldn't hear it. Like that I've also gotten infinite amounts of permission from parents, grandparents, teachers, mentors, whatever, this idea that you can do anything Mm -hmm. if you put your mind to it. Right. But that I did not believe them. Right. And why didn't I believe them? Like what was louder than the people that made me <laughs> literally telling me that I am infinitely powerful, that I'm a child of God, that I am able to do anything that I want to do with my life, but that I still didn't believe them, you know, and that it took me decades, you know, into adulthood before I started to believe that at the level that I was ready to. And that we are so inclined to believe outside sources, you know, like that getting hooked into this idea that we're not enough and how culturally we are influenced like that one way or the other. And that this is something that happens all over the world, but nothing like it happens in the United States, you know, like that we are so conditioned. And then I even grew up in the eighties, you know, like where things weren't nearly as intense as they are now that reprogramming and reshifting the actual tangible 
ways that you create permission for yourself and a lot of these concepts that we're teaching at the Badass Ladies Club, like I'm just so grateful and excited to get it into the hands of people younger. Yeah. You know, that like have more time to utilize it and the amazing things that, you know, they're able to make happen, but that there's no accidents to this shift that's happening in consciousness, you know, like coming off the heels of these episodes, like the great resignation where like that is a massive collective shift in consciousness that happened. Nobody can control it. Nobody can stop it. It's like freight train going in that direction. And also this shift into life isn't just about your career and money, you know, like that your life is about what you get to do with your time and your quality of life and how much personal time you get to have to do the things that you want to do. A huge shift in consciousness. All of these things are, um, it's like a snowball, you know, mm -hmm. like it's getting bigger and faster and going at higher speeds yep. and supporting people in this permission to shift and change your mind and grow and that it's okay if you were always on the soapbox preaching something completely opposite, you know, like that you get to change your mind too. Yeah. Yeah. It's freedom and permission. Yeah. I mean, that's just like what's so hard about like a lot of people's views that like look from the outside. It's like, well, you always said X, Y, Z. I did. And, you know, you always did X, Y, Z. And it's like, okay, well, I'm not anymore. So welcome to new Laurie. Right. Welcome to, you know, whatever. And watch me. <laughs> it's also, interestingly enough, like anybody who would say that to me today, I'd be like, yeah. And do you see where that got me? Like all the things I was trying to tell you that you were going to get if you kept your head down and committed and worked hard. And if you want to make more, well, then you have to work harder and do more and all of this, all of this shit, right? Did you see how well adjusted and happy that made me? <laughs> like, no, you didn't. You right. saw me in absolute freaking shambles, tearing my hair out, trying to convince you that that was the way to do things. And that in actuality, what I started to realize was that all the people that were impressing that on me also were not in this great place that they told me we would get to, you know, like, so it literally was not working. But now if you turn it on the head and you take a look at these things that I've been utilizing for one twentieth of the time that I did the opposite, right? Like I had 21 years of doing it the old way. I've been doing it for one year in this new perspective. I have a million times the results Yeah, that you cannot compare that. So yeah, I did say all of those things, but I had nothing to show for it. Not nothing, but not what right, I- Not nothing. You did a lot of cool things. I did a lot of cool things, but I also didn't have what I was going for, you know? Like right. what I thought it was gonna get me was not what it got me. Yeah. It got me more work and it got me more feeling like I wasn't enough. Yeah. And it got me more of feeling like I was falling behind and it got yeah. me more, you know, like, so I was achieving things through action because I'm a freaking machine y'all. Like I can be robotic and work under these, you know, systems and structure like that really, really well. And 
it magnified the stress and the fact that I wasn't doing enough and that I was never going to be enough and that doing it this opposite way, like all of those other things, like the money and the achievement and whatever, like I'm not even concerned. I don't have to be concerned. That stuff's just coming organically as a afterthought, you know, mm-hmm. from operating out of alignment. I love that. It's good stuff. Man. It is good stuff. It's where the sweet spot is. We found it, y'all. <laughs> um, so I also think that, like, the moral of this whole episode becomes that giving yourself permission to follow your intuitions and your dreams requires reprogramming building new neuropathways in your brain, creating new stories and belief systems that support where you're going. And that that doesn't happen overnight because you have your whole life up to this point of old stories and beliefs that keep rising back up, which is where the support comes from. Yeah. It's why it was really helpful for us to have the Kathy Heller program. It's why it's been so helpful for us to invest in working with a coach and an intuitive healer like Eva and to go through some of these things that required a, you know, like I ain't scared. Like I'm motivated by money. So when I put money down on myself to learn something, I freaking show up, you know, and I show up in a huge way because I invested in myself. Right. And that, that process for me had to be a little bit, um, okay, so I made this huge financial sacrifice and now I need to do the work on the other end of it. Where now when I invest in things, like I just do it so excited because I know that I'm going to have the giant growth on the other side of it, right? So it turns into something different, but I wouldn't have gotten this far without the support. And now I'm so much more confident in my ability to like change my stories and my beliefs to match where I'm going that I don't need as much support like that, that now it's just like, okay, so who can I learn from that's playing at a level that's like a million times higher than where I'm at right now? Like that's Mm -hmm. the people that I want to be with, Um, which interestingly enough is requiring larger financial investments and bigger stories and more layers of things that I'm having to like bump up against and be like, hmm, why can't I have that? Why can't I have the million dollar company? Yeah. Why can't I have the clients that are wanting to work with me at that level? Where did I get that shit from? You know, and reassigning and reevaluating these beliefs at a larger level. So the work doesn't ever really end, but your scope and your perspective gets so much bigger and you're willing to tackle these bigger things. For sure. You know, and I think there's so much to be said for surrounding yourself with, uh, people who you want to play at that level Mm -hmm. with. You know, I mean, we've talked about like how it's really annoying that all the cliches are true, yep. but one big one is, you know, what you're only as if you, you are who you hang with, right. You are yep. who you hang with and, um, hanging with people who play small is going to get you small results. Uh, we were talking about Twitter memes earlier. Like one of the best things I've seen all year was to sit with women who are actually winning because the conversation is different. Hell yeah. That when you sit with a bunch of petty, small bitches who like to point fingers and complain all the time, like that's a different conversation. And that when you sit with ladies that are winning in life, this, the conversation is supportive and empowering. Right. I was saying not only women who are winning, but women who are winning, who want other women to win. Well, but I'm saying like, even (laughs) you're not winning if that's who you are. Right. You're not like you may think that you are, 
But the level of things you can achieve from that low vibration place is a fraction of what you can achieve when you step into this higher frequency. And that's, you know, like, I love talking about money. It gets me in trouble sometimes. Like, I've had people point it in my direction, not just the hater, but, like, other people who love me, right? Where that sometimes it sounds like that's what I'm hyper-focused on. But in actuality, I think what I'm focused on is the vibration that brings the money, right? Right. And that it sounds kind of condescending and it kind of pisses people off who don't understand that money is just a vibration and a frequency because then they're like, well, what? So I'm not like worthy of it or whatever. Or I'm not as good as you. Like, are you saying that, you know, like I can't have that for whatever reason? Yeah. And that's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying <laughs> is that once you understand the frequency of money and that you can control the frequency and hold that frequency for long enough that it does come to you, that then it does kind of become a game, yeah. you know, where you might get like, like it's let's not see how much I get today. Right. <laughs> and, then, and I'm not saying that, like, I'm on my game every day. I go through low spells that get me low results. But then when I get the low results, I can reflect on where my energy has been. And I'm like, okay, so I see what's happening now. Mm -hmm. So what can I do to tweak my vibration and my frequency so I get better results? And then I get better results, you know? And that the more you learn to dance and play with that frequency, you realize that it's not just like that with money. It's like that everywhere. And that that is... Um, sometimes not a popular opinion. It's just what works. Yeah. Works a hell of a lot better than the hustle did. Hell yeah, lady. Uh, I'm all about giving humans the permission. It's just, it, it is. It's so, it's such an important part of a healing journey. And when you practice it enough with, um, getting the permission, you then become the person giving the permission. And it's this beautiful cycle that we can all support each other with. Yes. That supporting other people in giving themselves permission takes nothing away from you. Oh God. Yeah. If anything, it only adds to your frequency and vibration that allows you to operate at a higher level. Yeah. And is why it ends up turning into this thing where people then want to spend more time with you. You That's what's so funny about it. Like when you come at it from the, I'm not enough, I want you to love me, I want you to validate me, I want you to tell me like all the things that you love about me, mm -hmm. that that shit doesn't work. But when you love yourself and you nurture yourself and you take care of yourself and you give yourself permission and you operate at these higher levels, like all of those things end up happening anyway. Mm -hmm. that people are attracted. Oh yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. They're drawn to it, and so there's a magnetism that happens, right? That is like the universe can't even. It's the law. It. Yeah, like it's just the way that it works. Which is why focusing on the wanting of it and the doing action wise of whatever you need to do to make it happen isn't working. Um, but in order to make it work, you just have to come up from the other side. Make it work. Magic. As oh my, my friend Tim Gunn says. Tim Gunn. <laughs> I don't know about Project Runway, if I'm being honest. Like, that seems kind of like a toxic work environment, if I'm being it really real. Does. Um, but I'm just I saying, love that show, but yeah. 
I, I know that I told the story of the time I met Tim Gunn. Um, <laughs> great so that's why I always refer to him as my friend, Tim Gunn, because we met in an airport one time. Therefore, we're friends for life. Y'all are tight. Like, we're really tight. <laughs> when's Tim coming on the podcast? I'm just saying. Like, I'll, I'll reach out to his people. All right, good. <laughs> so if you guys are like needing permission to do something right now, for yourself, for the world, for money, for whatever, we're officially giving you permission. Do it. You deserve this. You can have it. You can be it. Go out and give permission to all the people around you to follow their hearts and do their thing. This is how we change the world. We love you guys. We see you. We will see you at Manifestation Celebration. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Kwanzaa, all the things. We're out. <laughs>